Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue with our year-long journey reading the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska from beginning to end. Today, we have a letter from St. Faustina to her spiritual director, Father Sapochko, from May of 1937. Krakow, 6th of May, 1937. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, Reverend Father, I thank you from the bottom of my heart for responding to my request. This letter caused me deep joy. I would also like to thank the Archbishop for these few words. I am a faithful daughter of the Church, and I will not depart by a hairbreadth from holy obedience. I know that God's time has not yet come with regard to this congregation, so I am leaving it to divine providence. Since the Archbishop has not given his permission, I too have less responsibility before God and I will refrain from doing anything externally in this matter until favorable external circumstances come about, which will be a proof that God demands this. I am satisfied with the Archbishop's reply, and I remain in profound peace regarding this work. In spirit, I kiss the hands and feet of the Most Reverend Archbishop, and in my soul I bear him great respect." Following your suggestion, Father, with all my soul, I direct my efforts towards this feast in order to help you, Father, in this great divine work through my prayer and my whole burnt offering of myself. I shall entreat God's blessing for you, dear Father, as regards this whole matter. And I was immensely happy that the news about the Feast of Mercy is reaching an ever larger circle of people. It seems to me that, however profoundly you speak and write about this mercy of God, Father, all this is still but a shadow in comparison with what the unfathomable mercy of God is in reality. And even if you were to use the strongest words to proclaim this mercy, no one could accuse you, dear Father, of saying too much about this mercy of God. The depth of God's mercy will neither change nor be exhausted. As regards Father Verinsky, I am praying very much for him so that he will propagate this mercy, mercy of God. At the moment, I do not feel inspired to look for his personal assistance in guiding my soul. For certain reasons, I strongly desire to hide myself so that my name will not appear anywhere. I would like to remain in great hiddenness, although I know this priest interiorly and am aware of how dear he is to God's heart. From your comment, or rather suggestion, to contact Father Verinsky and seek his assistance in difficult moments, I sensed how much you want my soul to strive for perfection, and I would like to thank you for this, dear Father. And now, as regards disclosing to him or anyone else these things relating to the origin of the first thoughts of the worship of the Divine Mercy, you can safely speak about it, Father, but in this manner, that you know of a congregation which has particularly worshipped and adored the Divine Mercy for a long time. But please, for the moment, do not mention our congregation by name, because it might even jeopardize the Divine Matter at this time. 
For as you will know, Father, there are different people, and not all of them are such genuine friends of our convent as you are, dear Father. But ultimately, I am leaving it to your discretion, for I know that you have much divine light regarding this whole matter, and you yourself know quite well what can be said about it and what should still be withheld. I know that great works require great sufferings and sacrifices, that big and noble hearts are always filled with ingratitude and bitterness, and that the joy of such souls is pure and deep because it has passed through the fire of trials. And now, as to myself, I am enjoying good health. I work in the garden. It looks beautiful, particularly at this time of the year when all trees are in bloom. This life, this lifts my spirit, my soul to God. At the moment, our dear Mother General is staying with us. She told me that she talked to you when she was in Vilnius. I should also mention that I made a three-day retreat. During one of the conferences, the Jesuit father spoke beautifully about God's mercy. You can imagine, dear father, with what joy my heart beat. I would like to still mention one sorrow. For a few days, my soul was steeped in darkness. But today, the presence of the Heavenly Father has dispelled the darkness, and I even experienced this great grace in a physical way. You can be more than sure, Father, that I shall not take any major steps without first consulting you. I kiss your hand, dear Father, and ask your priestly blessing. Hidden in the heart of Jesus, Sister M. Faustina. Faustina replies to Father Sopochko's last letter from April. She is at peace with the decision of the Archbishop of Vilnius that the time is not yet ripe for the founding of a new congregation. In fact, it will take place four years later, three years after St. Faustina's death. She is an obedient daughter of the Church and wants to do nothing apart from the Church. We can imagine she could have reacted differently, uh, lamenting the uh, no from the Archbishop, but she did not do that. Since the Archbishop has said no for now, she is satisfied that she did all that she could, and thus her responsibility before God is satisfied for now until something changes. That is the blessing of the vow of obedience. She promises to pray for the institution of the feast, as Father Sopochko had, had suggested. She has received spiritual insight on Father Verinsky, who wants to help spread the Divine Mercy devotion. She wants to remain hidden for now. She doesn't feel the need to consult the priest. She prefers that her congregation's name not be revealed yet, but she trusts Father Sopochko's discretion and discernment. She says that he can mention that there's a congregation that has worshipped the Divine Mercy for a long time now. And it's true, even before St. Faustina joined the congregation, on a hundredth anniversary, there was a preaching about the Divine Mercy. Uh, the community is dedicated to Our Lady of Mercy. So even before uh, the Divine Mercy revelations, they were connected with Divine Mercy. Faustina is enjoying good health at that time. She mentions the three-day retreat that she made, conducted by a Jesuit who spoke about God's mercy, and this has filled her with joy. She experienced a dark period, but then Jesus lifted the suffering. 
She promises to not take any steps without consulting Father Sopochko first. Faustina is a model for us of how to discern God's will and to be obedient to it. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have enjoyed this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help other people throughout the world find St. Faustina's Diary in a Year. Remember, Jesus promised St. Faustina in Diary number 1075, Souls who spread the honor of divine mercy are protected by God like an infant by a gentle mother. Please help us spread the message of divine mercy. Thank you, and God bless you. Visit shopmercy.org to order your copy of Divine Mercy in My Soul, the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska. It's available in print in English, Spanish, and Polish, and in English as an e-book, available now on shopmercy.org. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org.